0: Hello, I'm Austin McCormick, and you're listening to The Covenant Podcast. The Covenant Podcast exists to discuss doctrine, theology, and the biblical worldview from a covenantal Baptist perspective. We pray that this resource will be edifying to you and glorifying to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Covenant Podcast. Today, I would like to welcome Brother Wade Lentz to the podcast. Welcome, Brother Wade.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's a joy to to be a part of this.
0: Brother Wade, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Maybe talk about your family, your ministry, and your church if you're willing to. Sure. I
1: have uh been in the ministry this year, believe it or not, for twenty-five years. <laughs> and uh I was called rather, surrendered to the ministry rather young. I was 17 years old when I surrendered to the ministry and uh, started pastoring my first church when I was 21 years old. And uh, I have been married for 22 years uh, to my wife, Amanda. We actually met at the church where I'm now pastoring. I'm pastoring my home church. So I met her here We were, we were married here. I was uh, uh, ordained here at Barrow Baptist Church in Bologna. And I've been here as uh, her pastor for six years. And uh, it's been a joy. I have four boys that range from age 15 to four. So I stay very busy and my wife. <laughs> <is very busy. laughs>
0: well, that's good to hear. Um, Let's get straight into what we're going to be talking about today and our topic, that being expository preaching. Brother Wade, what is expository preaching, and how does it differ from other preaching styles?
1: Well, you know, expository preaching, I think, you know, the the word expository or exposition itself, it it means uh, a setting forth or an explanation. And in this case, the explanation of scripture. And so, ex- expositional preaching is the uh, explanation of scripture, I believe that is, that is based upon a pastor's diligent study and his careful exegesis of a particular passage and, um, versus a topical uh, message where one takes a particular topic and then builds his sermon based around that topic. Um, Expositional preaching, I believe, is most beneficial for a pastor and his congregation. Uh, I think there's several reasons why it's very beneficial uh, for both the pastor and congregation. I I think, first of all, it keeps uh, a pastor into fulfilling his, his calling into the ministry and his calling into the ministry is to preach the whole counsel of God, the full counsel of God. And it it keeps the pastor from staying away from certain passages or uh, staying away from certain controversial uh, passages of scripture. And it keeps him in the word. And uh, it, it, I think also it prevents a pastor from preaching his pet peeves um you know sometimes we can get caught up into something like that, and uh maybe an issue in the church uh takes place, and we just want to build a sermon around that particular issue and not really feeding the sheep as we ought to um and you know i it's just that there's many benefits uh to the church as, as it is a means of their growth in the scripture. So I, again, I, I think it's just much more beneficial than that of strictly topical preaching your entire
0: ministry. So you mentioned uh, expository preaching is explanation of the text. What differentiates a lecture from an expositional sermon? And in what ways may they appear to be similar to maybe a new listener? Right,
1: right. You know the the way I define a lecture is maybe a professor or a teacher that is just strictly giving you uh, the details um, of a certain you know topic, or whatever, uh, without any ap- whatsoever to the listener and a pastor is not a lecturer he is a preacher he is a heralder of he's the heralder of the gospel and proclaiming the the gospel proclaiming the scriptures and really i think the biggest difference in that is that uh, a pastor has such a relationship with his sheep that it is one of love and it is one, not only of one explaining the scriptures, but it is applying the scriptures to their life and what the scriptures, what the implication of the scriptures is and what it means to them. And uh, so it's not a, it's not a, a dull uh, teaching, but it's teaching plus uh, making the script scriptures relevant to the church's life
0: you mentioned uh whenever i asked you about what is expository preaching the benefits that the church receives from expositional preaching uh what do the what are the benefits of a pastor working sequentially through a book of the bible for the church and for the pastor right I, you know i
1: think there's a lot of benefits and um You know the scripture talks about uh, line upon line, precept upon precept, and each uh, sermon builds upon the last one. And by the time you are finished through a particular book, your people are going to have a much greater understanding of what the writer of that book was wanting to say. And uh, instead of uh, you know preaching. From the book of Philippians one Sunday, and then the next sermon is going to be in Isaiah. Uh, There's no continuity of bringing a particular book together. And, uh, you know, the church where I'm at um, is a good, solid Bible believing church, but the pastors prior to me have, have never been. Expository preaching pastors. And so when I came and began to preach through books, I began to get some questions like, okay, this is, we're, we're new to this. And um, it, it took a while for them to kind of get used to this style of preaching. But once I finished the first book, and I believe that was the book of James, they were like, hey, This, I understand what you're doing now, and I love this. Uh, I've, I've I've had elderly folks in our church that have been raised in their church, in the church for years, most of their life, who have never been exposed to expository preaching, and they come up to me and say, you know what, I've never heard messages preached just like this. And I'm thankful that you are doing this because you're preaching on passages that I've never, ever heard sermons preached on. And, um, so man, that's a great encouragement to me. And, uh, it's not only that I am enjoying preaching through books of the Bible, but the people are enjoying this. And uh, I have just finished uh, preaching through the Gospel of John. It took us two and a half years to do so. Um, Now, I didn't uh, preach consecutively every Sunday through the Gospel of John. I would take breaks along the way, and I think we ended up with 84 sermons in that particular series. But, uh, man, when we got through, the, the people were just so thankful that we did that. And of course the gospel of John, uh, I entered into that thinking, okay, this would be pretty easy, you know, gospel. (laughs) Uh, no, it was not easy. It was very, uh, you know, God, the gospel of John's very deep theological book. And, uh, but my, what a joy it was to, to preach through the gospel of John.
0: Oh, what's, It's great to hear about your uh, devotional experience through your church and through the pulpit ministry at Barrel. And uh, now I kind of want to transition into uh, what can happen before you can herald the Word of God at your church. Let's talk a little bit about sermon preparation. Uh, Can you walk us through some steps that you make before you proclaim the word on the Lord's day. What does sermon prep look like for brother Wade Lentz? Right.
1: Right. Well, you know, it's, everyone is different. Um, but for, for me, once I figure out and, you know, in each chapter or or any particular book you're preaching through should be broken up in sections. And once I figure out what that section is for that particular Sunday, I will begin to saturate myself in that section. I will read it over and over and over again and uh, just have that in my head, in my heart, and so I can meditate upon that. Uh, I'll underline uh, certain uh, things in that section. I'll highlight certain things and um, just, you know, soak in that particular passage of scripture in my heart and so forth. Um, I will then go to have a word search program that I have and uh, several different commentaries and so forth and begin to uh, get, glean some truths from, from them. And I will read sermons on that particular passage of scripture, uh, whether that's Spurgeon, uh, you know, uh MacArthur, whatever, just kinda of gleaning from from those guys and and uh seeing how they interpreted different things. Uh and then when when it comes down to for me to actually uh, uh start writing my sermon, um I will begin typing that into my computer, uh, of what all my, my thoughts are, the, the, the way I want to have it flowing, the, the points and so forth. But what I've started as of lately is, uh, as of late is I write my sermons out, uh, with a pen and paper. Um, to me, my thoughts flow better that way um, it, it gets into my mind and my memory, uh, much better than just typing. And so when I preach the sermon, I have pretty much a full manuscript of the entire sermon that has been written out. Um, now I do not get up in the pulpit and read a sermon. Um. I preach it, but I have it there uh, that just in case that uh, you know you're preaching and you lose your place, that I, I can go there and and find it. But um, I find that for me, that writing it manuscript is more beneficial to me. Now I know of guys who are great expositional preachers that. Do not do it that way um, every preacher has a certain amount of 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 a gift some more some are more gifted to uh preach without notes than others. Everyone's different. I know one fella a friend of mine, Harold Smith, he preaches from index cards and uh and i I've seen his notes before, and I'm like, man, how do you preach from that?" But uh, again, everyone's different, but that's kind of the the way I have done it for years now.
0: So between uh, reading the text and meditating on the text and reading sermons and reading commentaries and typing in your computer and manuscripting, obviously that's a lot of uh, laborious work that you're going to spend in the study during the week that you can feed the sheep? How do you guard your time during your sermon prep?
1: You know, that's, that's a very difficult thing. As I said, I have four children and uh, two of them are old enough to be active and sports and piano practice and all kinds of things. So uh, for me early mornings, Are very beneficial. I think that's uh, for any pastor. I would encourage him to utilize the quiet time of early mornings, Um, not only for your own devotional time, but for your sermon prep time, because it is only then at our house that it is quiet. (laughs) (laughs) And also, You you are more fresh in your mind um, and in your spirit early on in the mornings. Um, uh, So it's it's beneficial. That's what I generally do. Um, And then it just really depends upon the week, what's going on. Uh, Sometimes it's late at night that I'm having to uh, do some final preparations and so forth. Uh, but yes, sermon preparation, this is what the average church member does not understand. It is very laborious. It is very time consuming. And on average for a typical 40 to 45 minute sermon, I have eight to 12 hours invested in that one sermon. And they a lot of church members do not see that. Um, but it is so it's such a blessing for the pastor to labor in the word and to preach the word in season and out of season. and uh, that even though that it's very laborious, it is also at the same time it's very fruitful, uh, in the Lord's timing as he uses the word and that, you know, he promises that his word is not going to return void. And, uh, and that's a a joy to see for sure.
0: You mentioned in your sermon prep, you uh, read through commentaries and uh, read sermons like MacArthur and uh, Spurgeon what resources in your library are you commonly going to that you might want to recommend uh, other young pastors? what are are there any specific resources that you would recommend? Right. Um, you know i
1: I'm a big MacArthur fan, and i uh I have his commentary very beneficial um, and very helpful. Uh, preaching through the Gospel of John, one commentary that was so helpful to me was uh, A.W. Pink's commentary. Uh, uh, man, what a what a help he was! But I encourage young preachers and and uh, even those of us who are older to invest in a program such as Logos or uh, Word Search um I was blessed the church many years ago by the Word search, and it has so much be- benefited me uh you know so I I would encourage a, a pastor to to invest in that invest in their ministry and uh because you will definitely see you know you'll be helped for sure
0: okay uh you mentioned Manuscripting and your uh, style of manuscripting. What is beneficial in manuscripting or, uh, especially for younger preachers like I, how can I benefit from manuscripting my sermons out before I attempt to exposit them on Sunday morning? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I, I think it helps your thought process. Um, it helps you to, to create your thoughts and to think about what you're going to say. Um, and then it also, I believe it helps to get, when you're writing manuscript, you're not only thinking it out and writing it out, but you're seeing it with your own eyes. And so it better uh, saturates the the message into your your mind and your heart. And, um, so to me, it's, it's beneficial in that way that I'm not just, uh, typing a few notes. Uh, you know, I, am not the, I'm not, not the smartest, uh, preacher out there. So I need all the help I can get. And, and I have found that writing out my sermons is beneficial for me. And you know, I I would encourage a preacher to at least try it and uh, to see if they might find the benefits as as well.
0: What difficulties might the expositor face in the pulpit that other uh, preaching styles and techniques may not encounter?
1: Well, I, I think that. Some may encounter the difficulties of of church members who may kind of balk at the idea of expositional uh, preaching. Um, If a church has not really been used to it, there there may be uh, those that say, well, hey, I want to hear more uh, relevant topics preached. To us, you know, I want to hear topics on marriage or topics on prayer, whatever the case is. Um, and so there, there, there may be some difficulty, and, and there are those who are anti expositional preachers, uh, that those pastors who pastor and say, you know, I, I feel better preaching topically uh, to my people rather than expositionally, but. The thing is, is that what they fail to recognize is the effective power of the word of God. That when it's presented in in its fullness of of its truth, uh, you'll be surprised when you're preaching through the book, uh, whatever book you're preaching through, how it uh, individualizes itself to a certain person's need even without uh, maybe preaching on the topic and um, that the church is just benefited from it and it's not preaching. They're not benefiting from a topical message, but they're benefiting from the word itself, from the scripture. It's nourishing them. It's helping them. And uh, so I think that the biggest issue is that there are those that say, you know, I want to hear more relevant topical messages, but uh, in in the long run, preaching exposition, expositionally is much better for the church. It gets the word into their heart, and uh, they're able to to feed upon it and be helped by the word.
0: This is my last question I have for you, and. Uh... I just want to ask who are some expositors expository preachers that have been an encouragement to your ministry?
1: Well, that's uh that's a hard one, man. Um, there's so many to kind of narrow them down. Um, obviously, and I've already mentioned him two or three times, but John MacArthur is, is one that I sh- so appreciate. You know, he has just finished, uh, celebrating 50 years preaching at uh, uh being the pastor at Grace there in California and uh uh what what a blessing he has been to so many um and then there's guys uh that you have never heard of that that most of the folks have never heard of but they're favorites of mine um, Harold Smith, Alan Nelson guys that are kind of local in my area area, that are faithful to preach the word. And um, so there are some prominent expositional preachers that I love to hear. And then I can name you all those prominent preachers and you would recognize them, Steve Lawson and uh, those guys. But there are also guys that the world may never hear that are my favorite. And I, and I listen to them very often and uh, they have uh, been a blessing to me for sure.
0: Well, Brother Wade, thank you for letting our listeners get into your mind and your heart and uh, sermon prep and sermon delivery and uh, your thoughts on expositional preaching. I'm thankful for you and your ministry, and thank you for your willingness to come on today and podcast with us.
1: Well, I sure appreciate you asking me to, to be a part of this, and I pray it's a help and a blessing. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to The Covenant Podcast. If you've enjoyed this resource or you simply like The Covenant Podcast, head on over to our iTunes page, subscribe, and leave us a review. We are also available via Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and Podbean. Thank you for listening to The Covenant Podcast.